He's either like the world's best troll or I was just like, oh, dear Lord, help me. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode 284 for patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is be prepared. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the world of Warcraft Universe. Coming up in episode number 284 of HearthCast, we cover a bit about preparing yourself for LFR bosses on week one, Akari has this month's news roundup, and a Hey Blizz, a minor tweak to the group finder to avoid disaster. So, hey, Root. Hello there, Freckle Face. What did you do this week in the Blizzard universe? I did a whole lot. A whole lot? I did. I'm going to start with a little sidestep away from the Blizzard universe, but okay. still encompassing all that is Blizzard. All right. Uh, you, for your birthday, got a fantastic piece of artwork done for you. A caricature of your character, as we said in the last show, by a local artist here in Orlando. I contacted said artist, and I said, Hey, that thing you did for Freckleface, I want one done for my character, Root. So I sent him my Battle.net Armory link and got the same thing you did. Yours looks really cool. It's the same. I mean, it's the, you know. We'll, same style. Yeah, we'll same post them up color on, scheme. We'll post them up on Twitter side by side. Yeah. You know, I'll make like an image of it. But he did the same highlight, the same green. Right. As I call it, fell green highlight. And uh, it looks really cool. And right now I'm searching for a printer so we can have them printed out here and uh, mounted on the walls of the Excellence in Podcast Studios. Uh, it did come out really fantastic. We have some stuff in the works for him, the artist who uh, did this work. We'll see. We'll keep you guys updated. Check Twitter for that. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated. But we're trying to get him at least on the show, if not in the studio, since he's local. And working on a giveaway for you guys, too. Very exciting. All right, so it's outside the Blizzard universe, kind of. Kinda. What about inside it? Well, I got my raid back on. Ooh. Totally happy about that. I am now uh, 12 or 13 normal. Still haven't gotten Archimon down in normal yet. And I am now 6 of 13 in heroic. That's awesome. Here's just the weirdest thing. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm raiding with open raid. But it's the same group every week. Yeah, we have some pickups because some people don't make it all the time. But we're raiding every week. Except for that, you know, last week when we missed it. <laughs> uh, but it's fantastic. We actually tried Archimon a couple times uh, this week. Got so close. So close. I think uh, next week we'll get them. I, I got it some more tier pieces, so that helps. And uh, I actually switched uh, specs. Oh, really? So now I'm going back to the original spec that I had at the beginning of Mop. When I, you know, I, I, yes, I like looking at Noxic and other websites and seeing, hey, what is the top DPS? But I also like doing that myself first. Seeing if I can kind of look at the different abilities available to me, the different specs available, different talents available, and thinking to myself, okay, what would be the best overall DPS out of this? 
And I remember when Mop first released, I kind of went with this whole sacrifice, all these different things. And people were like, no, 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 that, that that's not going to work. I'm like, I think it will. No, you need you need to do this. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Well, now everybody's come back to my original thoughts. And so kind of, you know, little, I'm happy about that. So, I, you know, I switched. It's doing okay. Still. Now, when you say mop, are you are you talking about like back in the day you switched back in the Mr. Pandaria? Did I say mop instead of wad? You did. I'm sorry. Just, That's all right. Just go back and replace wad with all of that. And you know, I fine. bet it's because we moved our big like Mr. Pandaria <laughs> box like right in front of us. Well, <laughs> ever since the, the high ranking or high elevated shelf collapsed... <laughs> The big the the shelf collapse of 2015 happened. We've kind of find have to find different homes for things in the studio uh, for now. So yes, there's this giant mop cube in front of me right now. Um, no, but I meant wad. Beginning of wad. Okay. You know, so um, it's going good. I, my DPS has increased like I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. However, the spec I have chosen is very mobility dependent. So if I don't move a lot, you know, if I have to move rather, then I'm going to suffer. But if I can stay still, I'm good to go. But, man, I tell you what, I really like the fact that we raided. Uh, we have an 8 to 12 hard schedule. We actually pushed it. I think we went to like 1, 130 this time, just because we really wanted some tries on, on Archimond. I did my monthly closet cleanout. I meant to mention this like last month, but at the end of the month, the last weekend of the month, I do what what I call a closet cleanout. And by that, I mean I open up my bank. Open up every slot I have, uh, void storage, bank, bags, everything. And I look at every piece of inventory I have, and I, I ask myself the question, do I really need this? Why do I have this? And if it's something that has a sentimental value, absolutely I'm going to keep it. If it's something that I'm working on to keep, like a to stack, like, okay, I've got 18 of those, I really want to stack a 20, yeah, I'll keep those. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, it's stuff like, I don't remember why I'm keeping this anymore, so why do I have this? Or I'm like, okay, I, I, I was gathering these to sell, so okay, it's time to sell these. Bottom line is, I did my closet clean out, and I made over 15,000 gold. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that, but I'm too lazy. It, it, it takes a lot. Yeah. Because you have to evaluate every single slot that you have everywhere because if you go back and look in void storage you look at stuff and go why on earth did i put this in void storage and usually it's because you ran out of room in your normal really the only thing i have in void storage is stuff i want to keep for transmog well i mean that's what i have in there now but before i had like a lot of other gear that i didn't need and yeah oh. of, course, of course that sold for gold but I also had some boe stuff in there that i'm like i can sell that oh true so that worked and to non-jungle news one of the things i love to do every day as much as possible is at least take care of the champions I know there's a lot of dailies you do in Tanan Jungle, and I still try to do those, but I want to take care of my champions every day. Just those, those, those you know. The four. Uh, yeah. yeah. Terrafist, Vengeance. Doom Roller. Doom Roller. And? The other one. Death Talent. Death Talent, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I went through it this uh, one day. This happened in one day, by the way. And actually, the Tundra Ice Hoof dropped for me, as well as from the same boss... The armored Razorback, which I already had, but I did not have the uh, Tundra Ice Hoof. And then one of the medallions of XP or rep or whatever it is dropped. So it's That's like three exciting. Things. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, one boss, three things. What's okay, up? so it's it's four different mounts, but all four of them can drop off of any of the four, right? It is uh, three. 
three different mounts. Oh, okay. It's the Armored Razorback, the Tundra Ice Hoof, and the Warsong Dire Fan. Oh. Fang. I'm Sorry. pretty sure I have one of those, but I don't remember which one. Well, ever since the other day when the Tundra Ice Hoof dropped, I now have all of them. And then some, because the one that dropped that I couldn't use, I couldn't use. and It made me mad. I tried to do like a cool screenshot, but the cropping in Blizzard wouldn't let me do it. I'm like, why? Why did you drop something? It's a mount and I can't even use it. Oh. And then I can't give it away. That was my major thing is I wanted oh, to give yeah. it away and I couldn't give it away. Uh, so, But, you know, here's the thing. If you're going to do anything, if you only have a couple of, of minutes, a half hour or so on Blizzard on a daily basis right now in 6.2, at least go get the champions done. Because there is a great chance you're going to get oil. You're going to get 100, 100 oil guaranteed on every one of those. That's 400 oil, which you don't really need, but you stock up on that. And you have a chance on the medallions and any of the, the, the mounts. And on our server, that medallion is going for over 8,000 gold. So why not? Now, a lot of times I give those medallions to you. Which I appreciate. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. But this week I chose to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but most of the, Which means next week... You you will get them. So I kind of alternate weeks on those. So, what about you? How has your week in the Blizzard universe been? Did you do your homework? I'm guessing not. No, I did not. I'm well, sorry. Okay, I, we got that out of the way. Look, I was too busy with other stuff. All right. But we gotta you gotta give me homework on the week that I'm not editing. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the week that I'm editing the podcast. Okay, wait, but not this week because flying's coming out. I think it's going to be one of the most underrated launches ever. Probably. Look. Wait, well, here's the thing. It's going to make the world so much smaller. I know. Here, like when I'm running around and I end up somewhere and I go, wow, I'm just right around the corner from here. When I look on the map and I didn't realize that because I'm always like taking flight points. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this place is kind of small. It's an jungle. As soon as we get flying, it's people are going to think it's so much smaller. But anyhow, I digress. How has your week been? Okay. So I didn't have time to do the homework. I will get it done at some point. Uh, you I will. have um, uh, minus 20... Um, what are those things? Sigils of what does he <laughs> drop in um, in uh, Tempest Keep? Mark of Sil- Kill Jaden? No, Silgeras. Sil- Sargeras. Sargeras. Mark of Sargeras. Minus five hundred of those. Ah. <laughs> that is now our official Hearthcast currency, by the way. Okay. Well, look, I've been busy. Okay. All right. Um, in game, I got a brawler skilled item out of the fishing daily in the garrison as an item called the impeccably sharp tooth. Did you go fight him? No, I I turned it in so I can fight him. Oh, but so you got the ticket to do it. It's a few ranks higher than what I'm adding the brawler skill. So I didn't want to try it yet. Okay, so side note. Do you do the fishing daily in your garrison? Yes, I do the fishing daily in my garrison. Well, good. So... I started doing it once I realized I don't actually have to go fish. No, you don't. <laughs> you just have to gut the fish. I don't have to do that. Well, you do have to do that, but I had the fishing nets on a lot of my boats. Right. I got a ton of those from <laughs> yeah. when I had the fishing nets, so right. I just had all this fish. Yeah. So if you have a bunch of fish, just save them for your garrison dailies. Then you gut the fish, you get the quest item that you need, and you get the flesh that you can use for cooking. So you're a goblin, right? Of course. That means you're using your your pack hobgoblin to summon the bank dude, right? Right. And then you're just getting your fish out of the bank, complete right, that right, quest, right. and turn it back in. in the bank. Now yeah. you, you you should do that after you've done your mining and your herbing, so you can turn everything in and collapse everything, right? Um, I should. 
I don't do mining in Irving every day, though. What? I'm burnt out. Blasphemy. <laughs> See, it's not so front of face. Uh, burnt out. Um, so, anyways, that was my side tip. You don't have to have fish to do the fishing daily. Um, I used my boost finally on a Blood Elf Priest. You, that surprised me. For, why? Because you had said you were going to wait and do that on a Monday. Well, then- okay, my logic was... I, I haven't done a boost at all yet. I'm like one of the few people who still has my Warlord to Drainer boost available. I don't know how you did that because that thing was staring at you every time you logged <laughs> it in. It was. <laughs> I don't know how. You have. You say you don't have willpower, Freck. You have amazing, <laughs> amazing willpower because that thing was like right there in your face. It was every, in my face. All every right. week. I thought it was like an enclosed area that you had to get out of. Nah, so just... I boosted it a few days before flying came out because I thought I would have to get out of the area. No, you sit a little bit in like blasted lands and then end up over in Wad. Yeah, like the first quest was go through the portal. I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that yet. Nope. So I just took over to an inn. Yeah, and I got all my heirlooms um, mailed to me. Okay, stop. What? Collaborate and listen. What did you boost? A Blood Elf Priest. Did you say that and I missed it? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Blood Elf Priest named? Freckle. Freckle what? Just Freckle. Just Freckle? How's yeah. it spelled? F-R-E-K-E-L. Okay, Freckel. Sure. <laughs> it's like Raquel, Frakel. but Freckel. Freckel. <laughs> it's so European. <laughs> no, they didn't have a Q. <laughs> This is true. And a silent J. And a silent J. <laughs> At the very start. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you could just should do you should like start doing that, right? And like like every tune you do, you have starts with a J and then the rest of the name, you go and someone tries to pronounce it, you go, no no the J silent. <laughs> That's smart. Okay, you interrupted me and asked me what I boosted. What were we gonna ask me about that? Just what you boosted. I was curious. I missed oh, okay. it. I'm all right. sorry. So that's all right. Anyways, I was saying is it was weird because I put on this heirloom gear because first of all, I made this tune a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, I'm gonna drive this tune from the Blood Elf starting area down to Booty Bay with my show forward mount. Right, and that's when you got like one shot at a kill the entire way down. I died like fifty times and then like <laughs> alright, I'm bored of this. <laughs> I am so tired of dying. I'm very bored. So Boost has the same character, but I'd already had heirloom gear on her. Oh. So it said, your gear that you have on will be mailed back to you. Sweet. So I got mail for myself, but instead of opening it, I just hit the return button. <laughs> <laughs> so you returned it to yourself that was automatically... <sighs> I don't know. That's like an infinite loop I error know. right it just, there. It just disappeared. I was like afraid what was going to happen. <laughs> I just want you to see, to see the ticket that you submit on that. Blizzard's like, no, you broke the game. Why would you do that? Well, they mailed it to me from me. Why wouldn't they just mail it from like a fake NBC like NPC like they do all the other stuff? You broke the game. <laughs> oh, no, Frank. That's why Battle.net was down this weekend because you returned your items. You caused an entire outage, Frank. Oh, man, I feel bad now. What are you doing? <laughs> They're afraid to say that. They're just like, oh, we had some kind of technical issue. Really, it was you returning your own item to yourself. That's all it was. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would they let me? <laughs> it's their fault, clearly. 
like I'm putting my stylus pin backers in my <laughs> no, right. five. This destroys the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know those guys in Blizzard are sitting around and going, well, nobody would ever do this, so we don't need to program anything against that. <laughs> oh, crap! <laughs> Battle of the Net crashed. Why? Well, because Frankenface returned items. Oh, oh. Just say it was a technical glitch. Don't call her out. <laughs> <laughs> so hi how are you yes i confused the system it disappeared um luckily they weren't like real heirloom items as in like real heirloom you, well they're real heirloom items but you know they're just basically copies of what you have in your journal ah true instead of unique items so i'd be mad <laughs> If it was the old system, you'd be really, really mad. Now you just go create new ones. And you're, I know, no. no, it's fine. Okay, so she's sitting there waiting on flying to drop, um, maybe even waiting until the weekend with um, the Darkman Fair and the Wee Buff and all that. I don't yeah. know. I got two potions to increase my experience by like, I don't know, 300% for 15 minutes. Nice. So I mailed those to her, so she's going to be holding on to that. I've sold a couple of those, so those are cool. Yeah. So on my uh, Goblin Hunter, I got the last quest I needed for an achievement called Drainer's Last Stand. Mm. Um, there is a meta achievement for doing different uh, Tanan Jungle uh, achievements where you get a title. And one of them is doing all the daily quests. Now the thing about this quest is that it doesn't count if you go over and do the objective just as a bonus area, like if you auto-accept it. Okay. It only counts if you do this quest from the mission table. Oh, weird. Okay, got it. And the one Ruins of Karnak, I have been watching out for it for like a month. Hmm. And it hadn't popped up. I don't. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I looked on Wowhead. Nobody else seemed to be complaining of um, any other issue with it. You just had like bad luck? So I guess so. And wow. it fi- Yeah, so it finally popped up. So I finally got that done, which makes me happy. Uh, the only thing I have left for that mid achievement is to find about six more rares and to uh, loot about 3,800 more saber claws. <laughs> we'll get on that right away, Freckleface. Yeah. What worked- you, dilly dallying? What are you doing? <laughs> chop, chop. Which I worked on that worked on that for about an hour uh, last night. Only got like 200, so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, and here is the storm. I bought a bundle on Amazon. And I use bundle in quotes because once I bought it, it was just a bunch of individual codes. Oh, oh, okay. They put together something called like a conquest bundle that has five specific heroes that you can buy for $20. Um, So that would be something similar, but this is something you can just buy on Amazon and it gives you a few different heroes as well as a skin and amount. It's cool because like you just get it instantly. Cool. Yeah. And even the process of adding it to um, a battle.net account... I like I just tabbed out and added it, and I tabbed back in. The hero was there. I didn't, oh, that, have, I didn't have to exit the game or anything. That quick? Yeah. Wow. Just right there. Amazing. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> I like instant things like that. Yeah. I need to uh, work on my teamwork a little bit on that game. I realize if I play when I'm a little bit crabby, <laughs> I'll tend to like snap at people when they try to tell me what to do. Because you know me. I have like just a thing against people telling me what to do. That's yeah. Why, that's why I don't raid. Right. You know, and someone's like, don't do that, or go over here. or And it was basically... You just need a different raid leader, I'm telling you. Well, okay, but even in Heroes, standing with somebody, and then it's two of us fighting the other two people, and then the other person goes, like, get out, get out, get out. 
because they decide it's time to turn tail and run. My reaction is, I'm already going. (laughs) 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 Or I'm trying. (laughs) It's not good. Okay. You know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Or like someone will try to, you know, give me advice and just like, I know. You ain't got to tell me. And it really bothers me, but I don't. I don't know how to make myself be better at that other than don't play if I'm in a slightly <laughs> irritated mood. I don't know. Just wait till everything is like rais- uh, daisies and rainbows is what I was going to say. It almost came out as raisins and something. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to go with raisins. Raisins and oatmeal? Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> when your day starts off at the great breakfast for <laughs> then you can go ahead and play heroes. Hey, there ain't nothing like getting a good breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. You ever put Nutella in oatmeal? No. Oh, my. Uh. <laughs> it's a game changer, especially if you get the banana flavored one. Oh. I mean, ew. Bananas are, are pretty much banned in the household. So. You don't like the flavor, you don't like the texture. I don't mind it. Miss Root minds it, so. Texture and flavor. Couldn't <laughs> think of it. Both. Everything. Wait, are you saying Mrs. Root doesn't like it or you don't? Mrs. Root. Oh. Yeah. So for you, I you can do like it. a package of banana oatmeal. It doesn't smell like anything. Okay, well, when Mrs. Root is doing the shopping, Mrs. Root buys what she wants to buy. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) And I don't complain. Okay, well, there's that. But despite my being a little crabby and um, feeling a little self-conscious about being crabby, um, I had a really good time playing Heroes. Good. Um, Looking forward to playing more WoW after flying is released. Like, I know it probably will be a disappointment. It probably will make the world seem smaller. But there's a lot of things I want to do that will just be so much easier. Such as? Archaeology. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, I, I was not expecting <laughs> to come back with anything, and I stand corrected. <laughs> I was really expecting you to just like him and all on that point, but you didn't. You knew exactly what you I wanted. I know what's up. <laughs> all right, then. All right, then. So, good week, good times, good deal. Let the echoes of doom resound across this wretched world that all who live may hear them and despair. Coming up next in general chat, prepare yourself for LFR. Looking for Rain has often been referred to as tourist mode because of its perceived easy level of difficulty. However, that characteristic has been attributed to LFR by those who are actively engaged in progression rating. The problem is that the tourist mode mantra has been accepted by many of those who can only find the time to do in-game content via LFR, and this mentality causes its own set of issues in a raid. So we got a little little bit of a problem here, Freckleface. Problem is LFR. <laughs> a lot of times, people... Don't pay attention to any kind of strategy in LFR. And right now, in the case that this is this content is actively looking at, is week one of Archimond, where strategy is extremely, extremely important. If you go back a couple episodes, I remember saying, I don't know what's going to happen when Archimonde is released in LFR, but it is going to be a disaster because of the mechanics involved in LFR. And so when people don't pay attention to strategy or mechanics, when strategy and mechanics are that important, bad things happen. 
Another problem we have with LFR is you have virtually zero chance of grouping with anybody in the same group twice. It's just not going to happen. It's random people. Right. Now, you may queue up with your, your, you know, your little buddies and join, and yeah, you and your buddies have been in there, but the other people, it's a chance you grouping up with the same people or even a majority of the same people are very slim. So it's not a community that you'd worry about your reputation or worry about embarrassing yourself in front of. It's not just that, but right, case in point, I was in Archimon LFR just the other night for over an hour and a half. In that time, when I joined that group, they already had uh, 10 stacks of determination. And in the hour and a half that I was in there, we went through six tanks. And each of those tanks had a different idea of what they were going to do in that raid. Oy, that's crazy. Right. So imagine trying to do that week in, week out when strategy and mechanics still matter. Anybody can leave at any time, as long as you're not in combat, without much of any kind of repercussion. Yeah, I mean, they do have that deserter debuff. (laughs) What, 10 minutes? I think it's 30. 30 minutes? Okay. But really, if if you're going to log out anyways, then it doesn't matter. matter. It does not matter. 30 minutes is nothing. I'll go make a sandwich, watch something on Netflix, come back. And when you go in there and you just think, well, whatever, it's LFR, I bought us going there and blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm tired of this and I'm gone. It's not just the deserter buff that happens. And, you know, if a tank or healer, even if a TPS leaves, when the party makeup changes, when you might have been onto something and might have been educating somebody, now you have to start that process all over. Blizzard's determination buff. I hate it. Because it is seen as a positive helper tool for LFR. In other words, hey, you know what? And this was actually said word for word in an Archimon LFR the other night that I was in. We were waiting for a tank. One of the tanks had just left, as I just said. And the guy in the group said, hey, why don't we just pull the boss and wipe so we get another stack of determination? Do you remember when they first announced this feature? I called it. I said, I'm worried that groups are just going to purposely wipe over and over again to get this determination buff. I give you one of those. I mean, luckily it hasn't been an issue until now. But the fact that this is starting to come up, that's not good. The group that I joined the other night had 10 stacks of determination when I joined them. Ouch. I was there an hour and a half. I am sure that people left, made a pizza, and came back to that same group. Because I was in queue for an hour before I got into the group that already had 10 stacks of determination, which means they wiped at least 10 times. Just on that boss, not the whole thing. Just on Archimon. Right. Just on him. Now, when you look at that, they're not paying attention to strategy. And I mean, not at all paying attention to strategy. There, okay, Archimon basically has two strategies right now. There's what's called the ping pong strategy and what's called the clock strategy. They had markers up for ping pong, but they were trying to do clock for the for at least when they started. But then when other tanks joined, there was just no strategy whatsoever. But the marks for ping pong still stayed up, which confused everybody. People think that all boss fights can be beaten by DPS. And while that might be eventually true, 
Week one, it's not true whatsoever. They're going to nerf Archimonde. There's no doubt in my mind that they will nerf Archimonde this week, at least for LFR. But when people have that mentality of, I don't really need to pay attention to the mechanics because this is LFR and we'll just out-TPS it, it doesn't work. And that has been one of my arguments since I have been raiding, that it's not a DPS race. That it is a mechanics. Everything boils down to mechanics. If you do the mechanics right, you can get through the phases and you can get it done. Now, there are bosses that are DPS checks. I get that. But for the main boss, it is going to be a mechanic race. All right, so these are the negatives I brought up. The issues is that people don't pay attention. There's zero chance of grouping with anybody. Anybody can leave at any time. And Blizzard's determination buff is seen as a positive. And people think they can beat everything with DPS. Now, it would be remiss of me not to offer any kind of solution to all these problems, and the solutions are fairly simple. LFR tactics are very close, if not identical, to normal mode. Maybe some things might be taken out, but they don't matter. And maybe the boss hits a little lighter or takes more damage. You know, those little things are inconsequential. Regardless of those differences, knowing what happens in normal mode can only benefit you. So how to prepare yourself for LFR? Number one, get an add-on. Deadly boss mods or big wigs, either of those two, go get it. Even on LFR, that is going to make a world of difference. And make sure to keep it updated. Yeah. (laughs) Curse premium. You don't have to worry about it. But if not, just, you know, you can do like you did. Go back to the Stone Age and manually update your your uh, your add-ons. That's fine. Everybody. I don't recommend that. That's not very fun. <laughs> but both of those, you know, just get them at Curse. Auto-update it. It's so worth it because it tells you what's going on. It talks to you. It gives you visual cues. You get pop-ups on your screen. You get words that go across your screen that tells you what's about to happen. You get countdowns. It's, it's so worth it. I also recommend listening to a raid. If you're not in it, just go listen to them with permission. Join a raid channel and listen to them. That might be with your guild. Your guild might be raiding, you know, have a real raid team. You may say, hey, you know, guys, I just want to listen to you guys raid. Or it might be on a site like Open Raid. You could join one of their channels and just listen. And here's why I recommend that, Freck. There are times when things get very hectic in a raid, when things get very energetic in a raid, and people talk in a very excited manner. It is life or death. And they talk very loud, very excitedly, very fast. And if you're not prepared for that type of talk, it can be very jarring. I know that even to this day, certain raid leaders who are on vent when they start getting excited and they start yelling, I know that that completely just frazzles me and I cannot think of what I'm trying to do. And it actually is, it, it, it's not beneficial to me whatsoever when someone's yelling at me in, you know, over vent. I just, I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And I'm now, my hands are up in the air. I'm not on the keyboard. I'm not on my mouse. And whatever I was trying to do is now not happening whatsoever. But to prepare yourself for that is very important. Also, you can listen to people talking about strategy, people talking about what's going on. It's just a method of preparing yourself for what's going to happen. Guides, Freckleface. Read, 
some guides. Icy Veins has a lot of fantastic guides on it, even for LFR and normal mode, which I said before, isn't that all that different. 10-Ton Hammer. Just Google them and go read their guides. Those guides are fantastic over in 10-Ton Hammer. And, of course, Wowhead. And the thing I like about Wowhead is it actually has comments on it. So someone can create this great little you know, outline of how a fight's going to be, and you'll have people commenting down that goes, well, here's some extra tips. You know, by the way, if you go over in this little northeast corner, you're not going to get hit. So why don't you go in that northeast corner? Videos, Freck. YouTube. You know that website, YouTube? Yeah, maybe. Heard of them? <laughs> They've been around <laughs> a while? There are some people that make some fantastic videos of boss fights, LFR, all get to Mythic, on YouTube. One of my favorites is the Line of Sight Gaming Show. And if you just Google Line of Sight Gaming Show YouTube, you'll find them. And they have strategies, like I said, ranging from LFR all the way up to Mythic. But, you know, you can watch those and you can get real world ideas of what's going to happen. And Line of Sight has stuff that's all the way down to two minutes. So you don't have to do an entire, like, 20, 30 minute investment of your time to watch this video. You can get stuff in two minutes and you'll know what's going to happen in a fight. And sometimes that's all it takes is just to see a visual of how the boss is supposed to go, especially if it's something that where there's stuff on the ground or there's really specific mechanics that involve movement. It's so much easier just to watch it. You've seen it. Watch somebody doing it correctly. Right. Now that you've seen it, you go, okay, I know what to expect. I know what to do in that, in that, in that scenario. Fat Boss TV is another fantastic resource that has a lot of more in-depth, I will say, reviews and how-tos and guides and strats and all this uh, that happened with the boss fights. They can get a little more in-depth and line of sight, but they're also worth it because you gain that much more information about it. And a third one that I would recommend for both strategies on a boss fight and your own class is Preach. Just Google uh, Mike Preach Wow and you'll see him in all of his channels. Now, he is funny. He's explicit, so keep that in mind. Uh, but you will learn more than you want to know about your class and how to maximize whatever you're doing, whether it be tanking, healing, or DPS. You will learn how to maximize that for a particular raid and a particular boss. Even an LFR freck, I think it is vital to know whether or not you should be changing out any kind of talents for particular bosses. I'm also going to recommend watching a stream over on Twitch TV or now YouTube has gotten into the streaming game finally to take on Twitch and Amazon. Now Google's getting into it. There aren't a whole lot of uh, WoW YouTube streamers yet, but they'll come along. But the cool thing about that is you get to watch it in real time. When you're watching all these little quote-unquote polished videos from the other guys I just mentioned, that shows you the perfect way to do everything. When you're watching a stream, you will see people mess up, wipe, and talk about why they wiped, how to fix that. So you'll see a real-world example. Now, the cool thing about stream is you can watch recorded videos as well. A lot of people keep their recorded videos up there, and you'll see complete wipes, complete disasters, complete just horror stories of, you know, of an event, but it's there. And there's something to be learned there as well. So if the raid leader goes back and does a recap, you know why they wiped. Hey, we wiped because our healers weren't in the right position. Nobody went down into the, to the void with the tank, people are standing in the fire, whatever the case might be, you will learn that and you go, okay, I want to be with the tank, I want to be over here, I want to be in range of healers, I don't want to run this through the raid, all these strategies. 
In Freck, you want to take it slow. In Freck, you want to take things a little slow. Ease into it. Ease into it perfectly. Start with your own guild on like normal mode. Start with your toes. Yeah, dip your, <laughs> dip your toe into the pool of raiding. <laughs> if you look on Open Raid, you will see particular events that are sponsored by staff or MVPs. Those are designed, you'll see they're designed for beginners. Those events are designed for you to go in and understand what's going on in the event. They know they're going to wipe every night. They know they're not going to kill a boss. But you get that experience of going in and learning and bettering yourself. Would you also say another tip is to know what boss you're in, whether it be an LFR or what was it you're telling me? Oh, my goodness, Rick. Thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> so a guy joined our LFR the other night. And he said, oh, is this like a holiday boss or some special event? <laughs> it's a Labor Day boss. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you, he's either like the world's best troll or I was just like, oh, dear Lord, help me. <laughs> this is not going to go well. That was my last, my last straw last of the straw. night. What's that guy? That's when I told you, I'm like, this is my last. It's going to wipe. We got down to like 17% on Archimonde. I'm like, I'm done. I am done. <laughs> Hour and a half of wiping. I am done. So, yes, know what boss you're actually going, you're queuing up for. Here's the thing. That guy queued up for something, right? Right. <laughs> you didn't queue up for holiday, boss. No. That is so messed up. <laughs> While LFR is designed for those who may not be as serious about rating to see what the in-game content looks like, you know what? It's really not a place just to park your tune and watch the world go by. Prepare yourself. Do the things we mentioned and help those around you. Refer to them to this podcast or refer to them to the resources we've talked about in this podcast so that they can prepare themselves. Because when it gets down to it, you're wasting 39 other people's time in an LFR when you don't prepare yourself. We asked you all on Twitter if you had any advice for people doing LFR Archimond, and this is what some of you had to say. Cuddles says, patience, patience, patience. Know that yelling or berating others will not help. Archimond is a challenge and will be for some time. Blue something CTR says, wait a few weeks for the nerf. Roe chimes in and says, don't expect others to know the mechanics of the fight. If you know the mechanics, don't be afraid to offer advice to them. Akari says, expect wipes, don't rise to the digs of the pugs, and be patient with it. He's the end boss of Wad, after all. Thank you all so much for your insights, your wisdom, when it comes to LFR Archimond in week one. Open a can of bloodlust. <laughs> Oh, Crocky, I give up my forces for a can of this bloodlust. You can really feel the extra 10% haste. Bloodlust. Man, I gotta tell you, this thing right here, wait, it's good, it's good. It's time to crank things up. Bloodlust. You can really feel the extra 10% haste. Bloodlust not guaranteed to raise the haste in anyone in your party but you. Bloodlust, come get some. Hi, man, can I get another? Hey, Blizz, here's an idea for you. All right, 
right. So there's a problem that I've seen that happens a lot in Tanan Jungle. And while it may seem a little specific, I think it's pretty common. It's about the group finder. Okay. So let me set you up the scenario here. Set me up, Freckle Face. You use the group finder yes, to set up a group for Tanan Jungle. Okay. Either one of the daily objectives or the saber claw farming. So you make this group use the auto accept feature. Now, at some point, more people will apply to the group than you have room for, and you'll get a pop-up that says, do you want to convert it to a raid? Well, because that pop-up window looks just like the super annoying, are you sure you want to loot Primal Spirit? (laughs) Or because the original leader is long gone and the new leader doesn't know what they're doing, parties will often get accidentally set to a raid. So when they're set to a raid, now you can't do anything. You're not going to make progress on your quest. If you're farming... For the savers, you're not going to get any claws. Right, because quest items don't drop in a raid group. That's right. So when it gets converted to a raid, everyone has to rely on the party leader to kick out people and convert it back to party. Or they have to drop a group, since being in a raid is worthless. So what are you suggesting here, Freck? Just a little tweak to the group feature. If you're going to do the auto-accept or auto-invite... Just have a little option that says up to how many players. Like a little checkbox that says party only or raid. Right. Checkbox or even if you wanted to put in the specific amount. Okay. You know, like you're only looking for three people. Ten people raid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no. Which I, that might be a little specific, but it could come up at some point. No, I like your idea a little better because you said only ten people. You know, you have a little more options there. You maybe only want that in a particular, because it could be a different scenario. We only want 10 people in your raid because of the, of the difficulty level. Right. So I get that. Yeah, I like that a little better than party or non-party. And then if you have your party and it's set up to only auto invite up to five, if more people are requesting, then it would just ping on the map like it normally does when you have pending invites mm. or pending applicants. Um, yeah, that pop-up box is really aggravating. It's already aggravating with the, are you sure you went to loot Primal Spirit? Because there's no way to turn that off. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. Like, I've tried, um, when I end up as a group leader in one of these things, try setting it to personal loot. Every single time a new person would join the group, he would reset it. Oh, bummer. Yeah, and you got somebody joining like every two minutes. It's not good. No, it's not good. No. So it's not a huge game changer, but it's a minor tweak. It's a quality of life thing. Yeah. It really is. Right, so Blizz, give us a little button that lets us set our group size in the group finder when we make our groups, and we'd be much appreciative of that. Freck, I'm so excited. What are you excited about? Loot Crate this month. Ooh. A little bit of a sneak peek here. The uh, spoiler shows a silhouette of Gul'dan. Ooh. And the theme is summoning... Gul'dan's silhouette is there. What could that mean? Could it mean something from Hearthstone? Is Gul'dan in Hearthstone? Uh, yeah, he is. He's the warlock uh, deck person. Hero? Hero, yes. Thank you. Makes a lot more sense than deck person, doesn't it? <laughs> think that's the word you're looking for? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> so we could see some Hearthstone. 
Stone related items in this month's Loot Crate. Loot Crate does allow you to subscribe for just one month. So if you want to subscribe for just one month, now's the time to do it. You can head over to hearthcast.com forward slash loot crate or just head to hearthcast and click our link there. That'll take you to their website. And if you enter the code hearthcast, you will save $3 off your subscription. And like I said, you can do it for one month and cancel it and get your hearthstone, whatever loot crate is going to send. I don't know what it is, but Gul'dan's silhouette is there. So there you go. Head over there and do that and get your whatever it's going to be. It's going to be a surprise. We'll have the live reveal here on the show as soon as we get it in. And I'll bring it in. I'll wait. Frank, I will wait for you. And I'll bring it in. Wow. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Can now, you handle it? Well, you know, here, like we said all the time before, we've had stuff in there that doesn't really speak to us. Like the last meetup we had, our last WoW meetup we had, we had a lot of Batman stuff left over from past loot crates and, and the, like even the last loot crate we had. And we're not that we're not really Batman fans, but we have somebody in our meetup who is. So we took our Batman stuff there to the meetup. We're like, "Hey, here's Batman stuff," and they're like, "Oh my goodness, this is the perfect thing ever." So, if it doesn't speak to you, it's going to speak to somebody else. So get involved with Loot Crate. It's really cool stuff, and you'll really appreciate that you did. Making headlines in gaming news. Hello and welcome to the Hearthcast Monthly News Roundup for August 2015. My name's Akari and we'll be going through some of the biggest news that came out during the month of August for World of Warcraft and Blizzard. In this segment we will be exploring spoiler content for 6.2 as well as 7.0, so please bear that in mind. The biggest piece of news this month came at the very start of the month when Blizzard announced at Gamescon this year the expansion to World of Warcraft. The next chapter in the World of Warcraft story will be World of Warcraft Legion. Now with Legion we will be exploring the Broken Isles uh, with a raise level cap of 110. We will be wielding powerful artifact weapons such as the Ashbringer, the Doomhammer and the new weapon progression system. We will create our own class orders as well as reconstitute some of the ones that are already in lore such as the Knights of the Silver Hand um, which will be a paladin specific order and we will lead some of the greatest champions through a similar progression system to the current garrison follower system but on a much bigger scale. There will be new dungeons, new raids, new world bosses, a revamped PvP progression system being tagged Honor 3.0, as well as improvements to the current transmogrification system, and when you purchase Legion, you will receive an instant character boost to level 100. And probably the biggest information that came about Legion is that Illidan Stormrage will return after his defeat at Black Temple during the Burning Crusade. And not only will he come back, but his army of Demon Hunters will return, and they, for the first time, will be a playable class. The Demon Hunters will be a hero class, and will start at more than likely 95 or 100, as stated by some of the devs, as well as be exclusive to the Night Elf and Blood Elf races for Horde and Alliance. Moving on to more WoW news, but this time in the PvP area, Brian Halinka talked at the North America Online Arena Qualifiers 
about PvP in Legion, stating more specifically that we will probably not see PvP gear as we know it. There will not be specific PvP stats, and there won't be specific PvP gear. Um, you will probably still get PvP gear from PvP content, but your PvP power and strength in PvP will come more from your uh, specialization choice as well as your talent choices in the new PvP talent system. Uh, quick rundown on the system. You will start at rank 1 and build through 50 levels. Uh, once you reach a new level, you will receive a new talent, uh, which will total up to 6 points, which you can spread across all of the tiers. Um, Upon reaching level 50, you have a choice to reset your talent system to lose these talents, but gain a prestige level, which will reward customization items such as new looks for your artifact, unique mounts, as well as portraits for your character sheet to show your PvP prowess. More information will probably come about Legion, as well as the new PvP system, at this upcoming BlizzCon, because Blizzard specifically stated that there will be beta by the end of this year, so please keep your eye out for that information. Speaking of this year's BlizzCon, the virtual ticket is now available for purchase and for the first time ever, the BlizzCon 2015 goodie bag will be available for those virtual ticket holders. For an additional $34, you can purchase the BlizzCon goodie bag as long as stocks uh, last um, and they will be shipped out on the day or week of BlizzCon. Uh, please bear in mind that shipping costs will come into effect for people outside the US, uh, so it will rank up the price a little bit. In the UK it costs, with the virtual ticket as well as the goodie bag plus shipping, around about £50, which isn't too bad. You can buy the BlizzCon virtual ticket on the BlizzCon store as well as the goodie bag after your purchase of the virtual ticket on the Blizzard gear store. Moving on now to more general Blizzard news, Hearthstone released its second expansion this month with the Grand Tournament. Uh, like uh, Goblins vs Gnomes, this expansion will be free but does not offer a free pack upon launch. Uh, the expansion introduces new mechanics such as the Joust mechanic, where each player will draw the top card on their deck and depending on the mechanic on the card will either buff the card that was played or nerf it. Uh, it also introduced the Inspire mechanic, which increases your hero power, as well as can increase the potency of your minions when you use your hero power. Hearthstone, the Grand Tournament, is free and is available currently. Diablo Season 3 came to an end this month, but it also introduced the beginning of Season 4 on the 28th of August. Not only will we receive rewards in Diablo, but we will also get rewards in other games, uh, such as the Malthiel's Phantom Mount and Heroes of the Storm. The rewards in Diablo include the new portrait as well as pet for the continued uh, campaign mode uh, within the season, as well as the uh, portrait reward that you get at the end of that campaign mode. There's a lot of rewards uh, from just gear drops as well as a lot of class changes, so definitely check it out. And the final bit of news comes from Heroes of the Storm, who this month introduced a new battleground as part of their Eternal Conflict expansion. The Infernal Shrines is a three-lane map that focuses on controlling the shrines in each lane once they activate. Upon taking control of a shrine, you will uh, release a massive golem who will push down the lane, not only attacking structures, but attacking heroes, and e each golem will control a specific power from the Diablo games, being mortar, frozen, or arcane. This, this massive behemoth is a strong creature and will push and completely change the flow of a game. Not only did they release this map, but they have released one of the newest support heroes, Karazim, the Diablo Monk. He's a strong melee support who focuses primarily on 
damaging to heal as well as has a dedicated heal and an ultimate ability that allows you to revive or do, or do insane damage depending on what you pick. He is a very strong support and a very good pick for rank. Also at Gamescom we got some information from the Heroes team about two new heroes coming to the Nexus. Artanis, who will be the first tank for StarCraft, as well as the Medic, who will be another support for StarCraft. Artanis will be will be free for anyone who purchased the next StarCraft expansion, Legacy of the Void, and the Medic will be coming after Artanis later in the cycle. Uh, Artanis will be a strong, pushy tank champion, and the Medic will be a complete game-changer depending on which ultimate you pick, because they will have the Medivac ultimate, which will allow you to pick up your entire team and move them to another side of the map. OP. Anyway, that's my time, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at AkariV2K or on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Akari365. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next month for another Hearthcast Monthly News Roundup. Well, Frank, I, I forgot to mention that, you know, my, my son had a birthday. Happy Se- birthday. Yeah, right. 17. He's wow. getting yeah. No way to make me feel old. Uh, I got him the uh, expansion for for uh, Hearthstone, the grand tournament. The grand tournament, cool. which uh, I was a little confused on that. It was just a bunch of cards. Well, they have two different ways of doing expansions. One way is to come up with a single player adventure mode, where it's uh, preset bosses, and then when you defeat the different bosses, you get the card. So everyone gets the same cards. Right, if they defeat the boss. Right. The other way they do the expansions, which is how they did Goblins versus Gnomes and how they're doing the Grand Tournament, is they basically just added a bunch of cards into the pool. Okay. Um, You get them through a different card pack type, but you can also craft them with dust. Got it. So you did the the bundle, the 50 packs for $50. That's what I did, yeah. Okay. So that's a good start. It's definitely not all the cards. But it's a good start. No, he got a lot of repeats too, but he yeah. just dusted all yeah, those. Yeah, just dusted them. And then at that point, you typically at least have enough to create one of the cards that you're missing to make a couple good decks and to keep you going. It was kind of cool though because we, uh, we Chromecasted it. Yeah. And uh, and you jumped up on our Chromecast. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of weird. And he was opening up all of his packs on Chromecast. He only did like 10 at a time. Well, look, you tweeted it. I did tweet it. you're Chromecasting him, so I'm like, I'm on your TV. That was pretty funny. (laughs) And you're like, hi. I'm like, oh, freckle face. (laughs) Uh, But it was cool. You know, I took some pictures of some of the legendaries that he got, and I don't remember what they were, so don't don't ask me that. (laughs) All right. Uh, But it was cool. He enjoyed it. And then uh, he came in the other night and said that uh, he'd built some kind of deck that was just killing people when he was rank 14. Oh, cool. So... He's enjoying it. Good. And he thinks that my wife might enjoy uh, Hearthstone. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I'm like, well, if you teach her, (laughs) you maybe teach me too. (laughs) So that that was cool. Uh, Yeah, he had all his friends over the other night, and uh, they were all all, uh, nerding out over Chromecast and and, uh, our Amazon Echo. Which uh, I mentioned on Twitter that uh, someone yelled, Alexa, bl- you know, play the, the chicken song. Chicken dance. Chicken dance. Yeah. yeah. And and it did. It, it knows that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that like freaked everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So it was really, really, really weird. Um, this is the first time my son's had like a group of people over. I see. Yeah. And my wife and I felt odd. I don't know if that's the word or not, but we kind of sequester ourselves in the office. <laughs> We're like, we didn't want to interfere with their group. Yeah. You know, my, the floor plan of my house is like one big great room and then rooms around it. You know, the bedrooms, offices, and everything else. So it's like the kitchen, the dining room, and the living room are all one giant room. They kind of bleed into each other. Right. So you don't want to be like hover parents, but at the same time, right. it's like right in the center of your house. So yeah. You kind of have to purposely go out of way to not be in the middle of the party. Yeah. So we kind of stuck ourselves in a corner. <laughs> we put ourselves in timeout. And I'm like, should we get cards? Should we play something? What should we do here while we're waiting, waiting for our kids to, you know... And people kept showing up. He just like it was. It was a weird. It was. It was a good time. They had fun. So, good. <laughs> and they all nerded out. They, no, a lot of them hadn't seen the Chromecast before, which is kind of weird. And my son was all like, "Yeah, I can just put my phone up there. Look at these different games." Like, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he had fun. He's got more cards now. Oh, he wanted me to say that he was not the one that uh, requested the chicken dance. It's very important they make the distinction. It's very important. He was like, somebody else did it. It wasn't me. <laughs> so there you go. I did that for him. So, <laughs> And when I told him I was going to be talking about this on the show, he said, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Freck, that about does it for another episode of HearthCast. You know, learn to LFR. <laughs> so don't just queue up and run in and... AFK. And expect just to be able to... Not right, not, not right now. Not in the first week okay. of Archimont. Remember, I was so, and I still don't know how they're going to. I hate to use the word "dumb it down" or the phrase "dumb it down," but I, nerf it. Don't nerf it. I don't know how, unless they make things like not matter at all. You know, maybe they'll take away the fire or something. <laughs> but it, I just fire's just decoration. Yeah, just don't worry about it. It buffs you. <laughs> maybe if they make the fire buff people. Yeah. <laughs> Go get a fire buff. <laughs> Folks, be sure to check your in-game calendar. Like I said before, Blizzard's made it much more colorful. So go look at that. See what's going on on the weekends, whether it be some kind of event that you can jump into and uh, get something. They are, which we called for, I can give myself another one of these. They're buffing the rewards for uh, the Time Walking Dungeons. Yay! <laughs> so we called that. We said they're going to have to do that because it wasn't enough of a reward, right, and now right. they're doing it. So you're going to get Especially more. since it got reset. Like, I didn't mind doing one or two each time it came around, but then, like, by the next time, it's like, oh, now you start getting a zero. Yeah. Yeah. Every like, time. Ugh. You don't get the five in, you don't get the five in. Yeah. So, but now you're going to get more of a reward for that, so that's cool. So be sure to check that calendar out for that. There is no real Labor Day boss, folks. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Just Archimont. <laughs> He's not a holiday boss, right? <laughs> that made me cry in my soul. I'm oh, sorry. Want to thank everyone who contributed to the show this week. And want to thank everyone who follows us on Twitter. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastFreck and at HearthCastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. 
Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Ruth and Freckle Pace. 